0: Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, Mike. Um, first off, introduce yourselves. Who are you uh, and what are you up to right now? Do you want me to go? Ladies first.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Holly. Um, when I'm not in quarantine, um, as I currently am, um, I work at Beaconsfield High School as a P administrator and hockey coach. Um, and I'm also a member of the Women's EDP hockey squad.
2: As well. Nice. Hi guys, I'm, I'm Tim Marse. Uh Also, I'm not in quarantine I'm a student at Bath Uni uh, Playing for Team Bath Bucks And I'm a member of the men's EDP squad this year
0: What is EDP?
1: The EDP stands for Elite Development Programme And it's essentially a training squad Of people Generally from an under 23 Kind of age group um, that come together and we do training camps like twice or so a month sometimes it tends to it tends to vary depending on the um how busy the league is and everything um but yeah, we come together, we do some training sessions um and essentially we're all aspiring senior international athletes so. nice
2: yeah, pretty much as well, like within that is the england under twenty one squad so although its c b it sort of links with the england under twenty one squad so at the moment i'm within that as well. Okay. So, but it's my last year in that
0: age group. You're both getting old now.
1: <laughs> yeah, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I am one of the older members.
0: As well. <laughs> um, so how does the, the link between the England and the GB stuff marry up? Does it work well, do you think, in terms of like it's a very clear divide, like when you're GB versus when you're like EDP?
2: It's an odd one really because we don't actually have any... I think it's different for the girls, but we don't actually have any England under 21 training camps. We only go to it's sort of GB all year round, all the training camps are encompassed, and the whole England under 21 <laughs> squad is there. Okay. Um, and then when we go away to training ca- training games or test series, it's usually England under 21. But because we've been doing the training as a whole, as a group, and that squad there, it doesn't really make much difference, but it's, it's quite good that we don't have just England training camps, I think. OK.
1: Yeah, I think we were meant, We have a bit of overlap between the two. Um, and over the summer, we were scheduled to be having, like, uh, some camps that were more of a GB under-23 focus, and then some were 21s. But, yeah, there is quite a lot of overlap between. I think that's good, because then it gives... So those are the girls that are, like, like the younger in the England under-21 bracket, to then train with people who are older than that. Um, it's kind of a good measure for them as well.
0: He keeps pushing yeah, the standard...
1: Yeah, for especially,
2: sure. Yeah, especially in the men's squad, there's boys that have like come down from being part-time or full-time in the seniors for a couple of years, and for the younger lads or for any of the boys, really, it's such a good thing to train with them and see what it's really meant to be like—the mm-hmm. intensity and the standard that needs to, it needs to be at.
0: Oh, nice! And then, so I think you guys said what? Couple of sessions a month roughly
1: yeah roughly yeah. so then how yeah.
0: how does that then balance in with like the rest of your life because obviously you uh holly you're working tim you're a student i know holly you did this whilst you were a student as well like how did yeah. you balance everything like what what how did you do it
1: <laughs> yeah so quite a lot of our camps recently have been like sunday monday so you'll play your league game on a saturday and then do training with the uh, edp on sundays and mondays um which is quite good because obviously then if you are at work or at uni you only miss one day um but then obviously it can be a bit annoying sometimes when you don't quite get a full weekend um but yeah it's literally it's just a balancing act you just kind of have to schedule your time and be organized um and kind of prioritize what you need to do throughout the week and just make sure that and even if it's just like a one-day camp making sure that you're kind of organized around that with lectures or work or whatever
2: um yeah it's slightly different with men because we never get a sunday monday camp we're always a wednesday thursday or a tuesday wednesday so it takes up quite a bit of your week and then they have a wednesday thursday camp a lot of my lectures on a thursday but the uni have been really good with me allowing me to miss lectures and saying like just catch up I've had a lot of tutor meetings where they where they catch me up with all my work and stuff so it, it does work and it's just communicating with your support structure I think is the most important thing because if everyone knows what you're doing like your club coaches your uni like lecturers the EDP staff are actually See, everyone wants to help you, wants to get the best out of you. So it's just communicating the best the
0: best way possible, really. Uh, and I guess that's something you guys had to do when you were... Because you both did 16s, 18s as well, didn't you? So actually, these must be skills which you've been having to work on like all the way through. This isn't just a new thing for you guys. This is something you've had to do all the way through. So yeah. it, how did you guys find going through the 16 stuff having to balance all the school stuff then as well was that have it was it harder in the beginning or has it have you kind of both just been quite good at managing your time and stuff
1: I think it, it takes quite, a bit of time sorry
2: go on yeah it was quite hard at the beginning because like none of I didn't know where I'd come where in Bournemouth or the school that I was at, no one had ever experienced like doing this sort of thing so the school were a bit like what's going on here? Why are you going away so much? Why are you missing all these lessons? But then it just, again, like I said before, it just, as time went on, people started to understand more. People knew what was going on. So everyone understood where you were coming from and what you were trying to achieve at the same time.
1: People say about like making sacrifices and like, oh, I'm not going to go to this party on Friday because I've got hockey on Saturday or whatever. And people will be like, oh, hockey, hockey. But then it's like, if that's what you actually want to do, it's not really a sacrifice. It's just kind of a choice. And people, like you say, people just have to kind of accept that. Um, And yeah, people get used to it. Um, Yeah.
0: yeah. And I think, I like what you're saying about that sacrifice thing. Like it's not a sacrifice if it's actually something you want to do. Yeah. It's a complete choice. Um, Yeah, definitely. And like, for me, having seen like both of you kind of grow up through the system and everything else, I think you're both doing really well because you're really mature in how you manage that. And you, you look after your bodies, you eat well, you do the right things and you kind of, you understand that that's what it takes and you're living it rather than just being like, okay, well, I'm really talented. I'm just, it's just going to happen. Yeah. And I think that's something which I've always really kind of admired about both of you is how you've looked after yourselves all the way through the system. Um,
1: that's
0: right. <laughs> I mean and I don't... Like, at uni and,
2: as well like, I have I have quite a few friends that are out of hockey at uni and it, at first it was pretty difficult for them to understand like what, where is he why isn't he coming on a night out with us um, but it's actually been quite nice recently when they've been able to come and watch and they're like oh understand or like last year in the summer like in the Euros they were able to watch online sort of thing and then they're like oh it actually makes sense it's actually quite cool and i yeah. finally got some mm-hmm. finally got some credit for it like, why, why are you going away again Tim? Like, it, it's actually like oh it's actually actually quite cool what you're
1: doing
0: yeah um so have you got any tips for like the 14 15 year old who is kind of maybe just obviously not right now, but just starting to get involved in the national age group stuff. So they're maybe just getting to 16s or just getting 18s for the first time. And it's all like, wow, loads of stuff going on. They're super excited to be involved. Like what would you, what would your like top tips for those guys be?
1: I think I would say about just being organized and like managing your time. Well, in terms of like logistically with hockey and with school and everything. Um But then like, when you're at the training camps or when you're at trials or whatever, like just don't be afraid to make mistakes, like go out there, play with freedom, like do your thing. Cause that's obviously what's got you there in the first place. Um, and yeah, just, just, it's not like, just be keen, just like want to learn, ask questions. Like, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Just go out there, do your thing. And I think having, like what you were saying about having the right attitude will get you a long way. Like, even if you're technically not the best player there, if you run hard, like I like say, ask questions, like want to be there and look interested, then that stands out to a coach. I think if you've got a good attitude, you'll go a long way, regardless of if you can hit a ball really hard or not at this level.
2: I think, as well, like you just said, my, like actually living it, like yeah. just enjoying yourself. At, like, I made my best friend, like some of my best friends now are still playing hockey with me in the EDP stuff, but we've just enjoyed it and we've become yeah. really good friends. And, like, actually, like, living the moment. Don't think about, oh, am I going to be selected today or not? Actually just enjoy and be yourself and play play the type of hockey you want to play rather than thinking, oh, I'm not going to get selected because I made this one mistake sort of thing.
1: Because you play your best when you're enjoying it and when you relax. So. Yeah, definitely.
0: Because I think that's one thing which I didn't do as a player. <clears throat> I didn't enjoy tryouts and things like that just because like I said, I just got kind of tense and then just didn't really get into the flow of the thing. Whereas actually, like you say, if, if you turn up and you you enjoy the moment and you kind of accept it for what it is and have that acceptance of, okay, well, I might make it, I might not, then that helps a lot in terms of how you're going to prepare and move forwards. Um, so I guess this kind of leads on to my next question in terms of like, how have you guys dealt with kind of not only being selected and kind of the, ma- the mindset around being selected into EDP or going to competitions, whatever, but also, like, I know you've been all the way through the programmes, but how have you dealt with, like, little setbacks and deselections and, and issues like that along the way? Like, how have you guys dealt with that?
1: I think, for me, like, actually accepting that you can have a bit of time to be sad or, like, actually, like, be disappointed with it first off And then I think it's just a case of showing a bit of resilience and how you then come back from that setback. So, like, just having a bit of self-reflection, seeing what went wrong, like, potentially maybe getting some feedback from some coaches if it's, like, a selection thing or something like that. And then just actually, like, sitting down and being like, right, if this is something that I want to do, like, what can I do to try and get it right next time? Um, And just, yeah, reflecting on yourself and the process around that, I guess. Yeah, I think it's a
2: really good time to just... If, for me, I've always been very self-driven in the fact that because I'm not selected, I always want to make sure that I will be selected next time. And it's almost made me work harder sometimes. Um, and it, if you're getting not selected at 16s, like I didn't get selected for everything when I in the 16s or 18s, it actually made me work harder. And then it sort of pays off. Maybe not straight away, but in in a year's time, two years time, it pays off when people have just made made it the whole way, haven't been deselected, then suddenly they don't make it when they're 20. It's like, why why not? Whereas yeah. people, it's actually, in my eyes, quite a good thing that you may have not been selected straight away because you can make it, it makes you tougher and resilient, as Holly says, to actually get, help you out in the few years' time. Yeah. That's a
0: good point. And I remember, you know, I was fortunate enough to, to coach you at, 18s so I know that your resilience came through that program and actually it was one of the things that kind of stood you out when sort of working with you at that level was how hard you worked even through the tough bits even when we maybe didn't pick you or whatever like you actually worked super hard regardless and that that for me is what really stood out when we got to the back end of the program um Mm -hmm. and it was yeah really obvious from from all of us like that's what you put in and you dealt with those situations really well. Um, you can't
2: just expect it to happen. I don't think, I, th- I think it, as I said, takes a few, few months, few years to actually come through, even though it, you want it to happen there and then it probably won't until a bit later on.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so we talk about like living it and doing the work, obviously with, the world in the state that it's in right now, (laughs) it's pretty up in the air. Like, obviously there's a load of people juggling toilet rolls and all that sort of stuff at the moment. Like juggling a toilet roll is not gonna make you an EDP player. So (laughs) like what would your advice be like for people now if they've got limited space, you know, living in a flat or whatever, or they have a little bit of garden, like what what are you guys doing right now? because obviously you've still got training to be getting done with. And mm-hmm. what would you say to players at the moment who are wanting to be better for when they can eventually get back on a pitch?
2: <laughs> yeah, who knows when that's going to happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, well, we've actually, yesterday, um, firstly, at the moment, we've got the next two weeks are uh, recharge weeks. So yeah. we're sort of using this as our period to recharge, re energise because it has been a long season. Um especially since well, since probably the Euro- Europeans last summer. We've had we've been to Malaysia, had a camp most weeks and games and uni games. So they're using this period as a bit of a recharge period. So then when we're able to get back on the pitch hopefully in twelve weeks time potentially <laughs> we uh we um will be fully fit and ready to go. So our program sort of is worked in two weeks block for the next bit where so it's two weeks rest two weeks just fun sort of stuff and then the next four weeks is sort of getting back to full fitness um but personally i just just playing with a hockey stick just in uh, i in, in your lounge whatever just keeping your hands going is is just a bit of fun you can create some skills as well i think yeah. I don't just not know, keeping I, active I, I haven't, active. haven't done that
1: yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just same. yeah, just keeping active. Like, even if it's just going for a run, like, out and about in the fresh air. And then, yeah, like... you
2: yeah. your just... one run, You're one run.
1: One run, yeah, it's not
2: too
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um But, yeah, keep, yeah, using your stick. Like, we've got one of those, like, hockey smash things. So, playing a bit of that in the garden as well. Just, yeah. Nice. Yeah, bits and bobs.
0: Yeah, and I think... Yeah, lots of corridor cricket. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, and I think probably my bit would be to follow, like, some fitness guys or, like, people who really know what they're doing, not just kind of your, your Instagram fitness people, but, like, proper yeah. gyms fitness people who do this yeah. for a living and they're professionals at it. Like, my advice would be to, like, find somebody who you can connect with and follow that because at least then if you're doing your core stuff and your your body weight stuff, at least then you can do that and you're doing it following somebody that really knows what they're doing. Um, I guess you guys have got fitness programs anyway, which obviously might look a little different now, but what do do they look like? What, usually or at the moment? Um, Usually and at the moment because obviously it would be good to kind of talk about both.
2: So, yeah, usually I'm probably in the gym three times a week at the moment, um with my S and C coach, but and then usually one or two running sessions a week. Um which is mainly just like legs and some uppers if I'm lucky. Um <laughs> but at the moment it's mainly body weight stuff. Um I've been injured for the past month or so so I'm still carrying on with my rehab. Over this time it's quite a good time. Quite a good time for this to come so it can get fully better but um yeah, mainly bodyweight stuff at the moment, which is a bit annoying. I didn't realise how expensive gym equipment was <laughs> when I <looked> online.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've tried to set up a bit of a home gym in our garage. Um, we've got some, like, like, a squat bar and rack and stuff coming. Um, and we've also got, like, a little pull-up bar and things but yeah our SNC our edp C coach has given us like some body weight circuits and that kind of thing just to kind of keep on top of like tissue conditioning and mobility and all that kind of thing as well um but, but yeah no, yeah the body weight circuits are harder than you think especially when you yeah. go like hard for like 30 seconds a minute or whatever and I'm not used yeah. to doing circuits like this. Like it's, yeah, it's no, different right. kind of it's fitness. I mean. I'm
2: not built for this. Go, going exercise into exercise and barely any rest is horrible. Yeah, it's stupid. i usually have, two, minute, usually have two, two, three minutes to have a chat in between each exercise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So then how many times a week, Holly, are you, would you normally like go to the gym and train? Like what does your, what would your normal yeah. week look like?
1: In a normal week, I would probably do a couple of gym sessions Um and then we'd have two club training sessions, a club game, and then one or two extra running sessions, depending on if we had EDP that week or not, or like how heavy a load of a week is, um, would be kind of like a normal week. Um, yeah. it just it, And it's also a case of managing your own load as well. So like if you have got EDP at the weekend, then maybe not doing an extra running session here or there, just kind of managing your body like we were saying before.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, final thing for me, like, what would you say has been your like highlight as a player over the years? Um, and then, what are you looking forward to most going into hopefully 2020-2021 season? <laughs>
1: oh gosh, big question. Big question. Um, so, one of my highlights was playing in a junior World Cup. That was a really cool experience. Um, in twenty sixteen, we went to Chile um and yeah played in that which was just the whole experience was just really cool like seeing and we went to watch we weren't in the final but we went to watch the final and like seeing a crowd that size for an under 21 game was just amazing and like the standard of hockey was just generally that was like just a really cool experience um yeah i'd say that was probably one of my hats and then also I probably should say getting my first cap in China for the seniors. <laughs> I was going to say, them. I was
0: like... <laughs> yeah, that's it. That cool. yeah. um,
1: not quite as nice as Amateur in Chang as it was. In um, but yeah, that again, that was just a whole mad experience as well. Playing yeah. um, for the senior GB squad, yeah, that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: my highlight, uh, probably last summer, um, playing at the Euros, um, Going into the euros, we hadn't won a game, I don't think in like fifteen games <laughs> and then we um and then we only lost what we um lost to Germany in the final, we got to the final, and that whole experience was was incredible, so yeah, it was really really good and then a the couple of Malaysias I've been to went, the past two years that we've won them uh, that crowd out there is pretty cool as well
0: yeah so, yeah I've heard a lot of positive things about that euro's trip I heard it is like one yeah. one for the one for the record books that one <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah it was like the first team to get to the final in twenty one years or something like that yeah. twenty one England team so yeah it was it was pretty cool right. pretty pretty cool and then to be awarded of the tournament was pretty unexpected <laughs> no, <but> be- <laughs> no big deal <laughs> pretty cool so,
0: yeah. yeah yeah so yeah it's fun. So what, um, what are you looking moving. forward to? Yeah, what's, what's next?
1: Well, looking forward to getting back to playing hockey again in the short term, that's for sure. Um, and then just seeing what the year holds, to be honest. Like, I think there could be quite a few opportunities for on the international kind of scene, potentially, hopefully, who knows. Um, so yeah, just kind of seeing what happens. I feel like we can't really forward plan too much in this time right now. So it's just going to be a case of seeing what happens and, like say, living in the moment and, yeah, taking every opportunity as it comes, I guess.
2: Yeah, hopefully there's some international stuff this summer uh, with the 21s, but I don't know whether there will be. Hopefully, there will be touch wood. Um, And then, yeah, see what happens next season, really.
0: Mm. Um, Guys, this has been so much fun. Um, Thank you. No, always (laughs) welcome. Um, So. Thank you so much for being on. I think there's some really useful bits of information for the guys listening, watching, whatever. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. Stay safe. look after yourselves. keep working hard and I'll catch you with you guys soon.